This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. And I'm your co-host, Kaylin Les. It is officially goal-setting season. And we wanted to have a conversation about the things that we have learned the past several years. Because one thing we've realized is that oftentimes we are limiting ourselves and our potential with realistic goals. And here's what we mean by that. Gary was teaching a class a while ago and he asked, what's the purpose of a goal? Kaylin, what did he say? To be appropriate in the moment. Yeah. And he asked the question, what's the purpose of a goal? And people in the room shared ideas, basically summing up to, to achieve a result. And he said, you know, I used to think the same thing, but what I've realized is it's actually not about the result. It's about being appropriate in the moment, which that means that your goal, it's not about a finish line that you either do or do not cross. It's actually a compass that tells you if the actions you're taking right now are on track or in the wrong direction. And if that's the case, it's not about setting goals that are realistic based on what you think you can achieve because that actually is small thinking. You actually want to set big goals that you may not even understand how you could possibly achieve it, but requires you to ask, who's the person I have to become to achieve those goals? And that is the purpose of the conversation today. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. If you reflect back over the last year, maybe even two years, can you share a little about the person you were and the person you've become by now? Mm, I feel night and day different in terms of how I think, in terms of how big I'm thinking, and my ability to break it down to a small domino. That if I just knock that lead domino down, everything else will be easier or necessary. There's a a graphic in the book on page 88. And it talks about think big, act big, succeed big. And if you look at like an XY axis, the vertical axis is thinking like the further up you go on the axis is the bigger you're thinking. And on the other axis is the further out you go to the right is the more time and effort it takes A lot of people think that if you want to achieve bigger results, you have to take more action. You have to work harder. But the thing that 
Gary and Jay wrote about in the book is that achieving bigger results doesn't necessarily take more effort. It may just require different actions. It's like you can look to achieve a goal and there's you you can get across country. You want to get from New York to California. You can ride a bike. That's a way. Or you can get on an airplane. Like one, they're different actions. One requires way less effort and gets you there way faster. The reason I share this with you is the first, if we go to, I mean, specifically the last year. So the first five years of starting this business, I did a lot of things entrepreneurially based on my natural ability, how I would have naturally had done it. All along the way, Jay's coaching me to be more purposeful. And I'm listening to what Gary has to say in a more purposeful approach. And we achieved a certain amount in five years. This year, there was a a switch that flipped where I've heard Gary say, um, if you want to be extraordinarily successful, you need to master finding the one person. If you will, sometimes you're just one person away. Oprah Winfrey wasn't Oprah Winfrey until she found Jeffrey Jacobs, her attorney. Uh, The Beatles weren't the Beatles until they found George Martin. Walt Disney wasn't Walt Disney until he brought in Roy Disney. And for me, I mean, finding Jeff this year was to, to come in to take over running the operations of the company was night and day because the things that I used to think weren't even possible not only became possible, they just became probable because you bring in the, the right person who can take it to the next level. And I mean, our business has doubled this year. And the, the trajectory, I was telling you offline, we had set a goal for where we want to be in five years. I realized now I was th- thinking four times too small. And it was just a matter of recognizing it's not the best that you can do. It's the best that can be done. So I'm curious though, those words from Gary, that page in the One Thing book, you've been saying that for five years. Mm-hmm. What was the one thing that made those words more real this year and that expanded it? How did it shift? Well, it's, what's interesting about the One Thing, it's one of those books that you can read every year. And because you are, have become a different person, it means something different to you. I mean, my whole first year of living the one thing was about truly understanding 80-20. The idea that 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. Stopping looking at everything that's on your plate as stuff that you have to do, which is a lie. And instead, viewing them like dominoes. Saying, I just got to stand them up, line them up, and let me just whack away at the first one first. And you know what? I mastered that in year one. Year two led to a different thing. That was about now learning to succeed through others. That's when we found you. And you came in and then we started to scale. And year three was about getting into corporate training. Year four was about scaling the team. Year five was even more scale. But it just continues to evolve. So every year, I'm on my own path of mastery. I've never arrived. I've never achieved the destination where I live it perfectly. But every year I wake up and realize, okay, here's how far I've come. Let's appreciate that. And here's what I need to focus on in the next year to get to the next level. You know, it's really interesting because even just today, I I was chatting with someone and they mentioned like graduating from the one thing. And when when do you learn the principles and really understand them? They're so simple, right? Like Mm -hmm. when do you graduate? 
And that same conversation around mastery and that while they are so simple, once you understand them, you start to realize that as you practice these tools and principles and you grow as a person, they take on a whole new meaning in the life because you're growing into a a bigger life and a bigger person as Mm -hmm. you you succeed through them. It's really an Mm -hmm. interesting process. Well, I had a... Last week, I was out in Seattle. We did a training for Costco, helping them a specific division, helping them set 10-year, 5-year, 1-year goals, and then creating their GPS. One of the executives has been studying martial arts for over 30 years. The same style. And we had a conversation about how the kicks and punches that he learned over 30 years ago have not changed. He has just refined how he delivers those kicks and punches more efficiently and more effectively. When I hear that, I think even just about our upcoming goal setting retreat and how as couples and as individuals, we come together and we set our goals and we think big. And that process, the framework Mm. stays the same. And we continue to think bigger and to refine the way that we approach setting those goals and then accomplishing them together. I'm curious, as you go into this year's goal setting retreat, Jeff, Mm. what are you excited about? First, I'm just excited to continue the journey. I made a mistake for the first few years. Um, If you're listening to this and you have a significant other who is not a goal setter, congratulations, we should start a Facebook group. Um, That's the majority, by the way. Most people, one is a goal setter and one is not. My wife is not. And I am. Shocker. And for several years, I felt... I forced her into it, frankly, because it's like, oh, I'm an ambassador of the brand. I've got to live this. We have to do this. And we did everything from someday goals, five-year goals, one-year goals, creating a GPS, creating a 411, time blocking our vacations. Like We wanted to do it all. But I violated the very thing that we teach companies. Think big, go small, trust the dominoes will fall. I was prepared to do the whole system because I've been living it and teaching it. But I was not meeting my wife where she was at. She was not ready to go there. And last year was a breakthrough for her because she made the mark of success around her clarifying her core values. And just her clarifying her top three core values has brought so has illuminated so much for her. We were even having coffee this morning where she's going, Oh my gosh, we're, we're renovating our house right now. She goes, I realized... Living through a renovation violates all three of my core values. No wonder I'm struggling so much with this experience. And moving forward, I would make better decisions about how we would go through this. So I'm looking forward for us to continue that journey on how do we make better decisions in alignment with our values? And how do we make sure that the actions that we take in the next 12 months help get us to where we want to be in someday? Because we've already done that in terms of we live in Denver now because two years ago, we did a goal setting retreat and said, we want to live close to mountains. I thought that was going to be like a 15-year goal. Didn't know it was going to happen in less than 12 months. Without that clarity, it would have never happened. So I can only imagine, what do we not yet have in our lives that we can have in our lives in the next 12 to 24 months? And the only thing we're missing is clarity on what that is. It's so interesting. When I hear you talk, it's my experience was that my first goal setting retreat I was thinking way too small. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking small largely because I didn't want to bite off more than I could chew. And it hadn't really sunk in that the purpose of a goal was to be appropriate in the moment. I had heard those words. I had said those words. I understood those words. But I was still setting goals in order to accomplish them. 
And I was, as we get ready for our goal setting retreat, I was thinking, um, I was doing some research and I just found a quote from Gary as I was going through all of my materials. And it's now it's so clear to me what it means. He says, there is one thing that I've learned in life. It is that small goals tend to place limits on our potential and that big goals tend to pull us right through the small goals on the way to attaining the big ones. And as I read that, I finally realized that my understanding of goal setting and even thinking big, it has expanded exponentially. Yeah. Well, I think it comes back to my aha over the last 12 months, even though I've known about this idea of the effort required to achieve a bigger goal versus a lesser goal. It may not require that much more effort, if any at all. It could even require less. What it requires is different actions. And I think a lot of people, when they set their goals, they ask the question, what can we do based on the time, the resources, all that stuff versus going out further. I mean, I, I keep coming back to last week because it's just fresh in my mind with, with Costco, but it, they're used to setting their goals looking forward. But we didn't start with the one year. We started with 10 years. Because it's so far out that it, it allows people to detach themselves from what they think they quote can do. Because who knows what you can do in 10 years? And we say, think big, aim high, like think really big. Let's, let's blow this thing up. Think extraordinary. And these people, they unlock their creativity and they cast this huge vision for what can become. And this is what happens. You as an individual do this as well when we go through the goal setting framework that Kaylin's talking about. And then you go, okay, well, if this is where I need to be in 10 years, where do I need to be in five to feel like I'm on track? And the, the light bulb that goes off for people is they realize, oh my gosh, I don't have to wait 10 years to achieve that. I actually think I could do that in five. Okay, well, if that's the case, what do you have to knock down this next 12 months to be on track? And all of a sudden it goes, oh, these are the things I've got to focus on this year. It's not like most people setting goals going, what are all the things that I could do this year? All of a sudden it's like... Whoosh, this is what I've got to accomplish this year. So I'm on track for 5 and 10. And all of a sudden you go, okay, let's create the business plan for that. What are the major priorities we got to say yes to? What are the strategies? Who's going to own them? And how do they then have a relationship with those goals, knowing what they've got to do each week so they're on track for the month, so they're on track for the year. And oh, baby, it's exciting. Well, the momentum you get because you actually start to accomplish things. Yeah. And you accomplish things that you didn't know were possible faster than you think. And then what's really interesting to me is then my track record has changed. I am no longer the type of person that says I want to do big things or that has big dreams and they're, they're far distant future. They're actually dreams that are becoming tangibly real in so much faster than I could have even imagined. Yeah, I think... I mean, we hear this all the time. We overestimate what we can accomplish in a year, but we grossly underestimate what we can accomplish in three to five years. The problem is every person listening to this feels like they have too much to do and not enough time. And it's, it's normal to feel like a firefighter or a hamster on the wheel, just constantly running, constantly putting out the next fire, just fighting to keep your head above water. That's normal. The value of this approach is taking a weekend where you get out of your normal environment. And whether that's 
I mean, when we facilitate this, you're either coming to Austin to be with an invert person for VIP, or you're joining us virtually from the comfort of your own home or an Airbnb. But you actually give yourself permission to say, okay, let's put down the firefighting costume, let's step off the hamster wheel, and let's t- take time to cast a vision. What actually does matter to us in 10 years? And to search for that answer, because most people don't know it right away. They say, I don't know. But if it's facilitated correctly, you will get that clarity. And then you could say, okay, well, where would I have to be in five years? You will get that clarity. Okay, well, what do I have to accomplish this year? All of a sudden, you're very clear. And you're not going, here's everything I can do. You're saying, this is what I really should focus on. And all of a sudden, you just put a plan in place. And you make so much progress in such a short period of time. It's incredible. And I think that that process of learning to ask big questions, purposeful questions, questions that help you grow in the way that you think about the future, and questions that also strengthen your relationships. Like that piece of this process and this framework is something that I didn't know I was missing. But when I experienced it, it truly unlocked something. And so many people are dissatisfied with their life because they know that they want, they're meant for more. They want to achieve more. And some of them are doing all the things to make that possible. And that's the one thing that's keeping them from that is they're, they're doing so many things that they don't have clarity on the one thing that will actually move them to the next level. So one of the things we want to share with you is, is really give you a sense of what this goal-setting approach looks like. So whether you choose to attempt to do this on your own or whether you want to join us and have it facilitated. First and foremost, it starts by giving yourself permission to think bigger. To actually get into an environment where you're willing to let go of what has been so you can imagine what can become. And once you do that, it's clarifying what your core values are. Every single one of you listening to this, you have a top three core values and it drives every decision you make. You've had a time in your life where you've made a decision where you felt amazing. And you've had a time in your life where you've made a decision that deep down, you felt like you were going in the wrong direction. And even though you knew it, you kept going there. The difference was one was in alignment with your values and one was out of alignment with your values. The problem is if you don't know what those top three values are, you can't know if the decision is going to be in alignment with them. We help you get that clarity. And once you've opened your mind to thinking bigger, you have clarity on what actually drives you from a value standpoint, we give you questions that you can ask big questions to start searching for bigger answers. And then you set goals so that you're aligned on what matters someday from now, five years from now, one year from now. You create a plan so that you can stay on track to achieve those goals. You decide the habits that you need to form that will decide your future. And you actually open up your calendar and you start time blocking so that you don't just thrive professionally, but you also thrive personally. That all happens in a day and a half. Which if you'd like to learn more about that, just head on over to theonething.com slash setmygoals. Again, that's with the number one, theonething.com slash 
my goals. The event is November 13th and 14th. The vast majority of people will be joining us virtually from the comfort of their own home. And we will have a small group of people who want the VIP experience who will be joining us in person in Austin, Texas. And yes, it will be recorded. And recordings will be available through the end of the year if you're not able to actually attend the weekend of the 13th and 14th. Yeah. And one of the questions that I always get is, if the framework stays the same and the goal setting and the way that it works all together, if that recipe is consistent, what is the value in coming back every year? And it's a great question. Well, this is where I think the Jim Rohn quote, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with comes into play. You become who you surround yourself with. The problem is most people are surrounded by what I call relationships of circumstance. They happen to be your neighbor. You happen to go to the same religious organization. Your kids happened to be in the same class. Circumstance brought you together, you formed a relationship. But I've found that very the minority of people ask the question, who's the person I want to become and go hunting for those people and surround themselves with those people. That was my journey. It's how I got into business with Gary and Jay. Most people don't know how to go on that journey. And we help bridge that gap where we bring in people that you may not normally have access to, who can share ideas that change what you think is possible. So that when you sit down to say, okay, what matters someday from now, you've just been introduced to some ideas that you would have never had access to before that you can then say, okay, great. Liz Wiseman just talked about how do I actually become an impact player so I can skyrocket my career. Based on what she just shared, I'm now going to set some goals. When Abe Shreve starts walking through how to actually ask better questions, I now feel like I have tools to better set my goals this year. When Jay and Wendy walk you through their wealth building strategy that they've used to grow their net worth, and this is all from Gary, who's done just fine for himself... Okay, I don't need to just think about paying down debt, but how do I actually think about accumulating wealth? And based on that, what goals do I need to set? So that's something that you'll experience as well. Yeah, when you surround yourself with people that are on a path of mastery and at different places in different areas of their life, it really is inspiring because we look at the whole person. We have the seven circles on page 114 of the the One Thing book, and there's key relationships, there's finances, there's your job, there's your career. I think that often, People spend a lot of time planning their career and their professional life, but actually taking the time to invest with the people that matter most to say, okay, who are the relationships we want to build this year? What are the things in my personal life that I want to explore? It's a really interesting thing to do that with people for the first time that are maybe very practiced goal setters in their personal life or professional life. Yeah. Well, again, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. We have a gift of being in proximity to Gary and he'll just share things that you go, holy smokes, I never thought of it that way. I'll give you an example from something we introduced in in a past retreat or past retreats, the idea of wealth determiners. You as an individual have people in your life who are your wealth determiners. They determine your wealth and you are a wealth determiner for someone. So if you work in an organization, your boss is a wealth determiner for you. If you are a leader, you are a wealth determiner for someone else. But very few people have ever sat down with a sheet of paper, drawn their name in the middle, and then drew five circles below them, meaning the five people that that you determine wealth for, 
and drawn five people above you? Who are the people who are determining wealth for you, who are helping you grow your wealth? And that exercise alone, a lot of people realize, holy smokes, I don't have any wealth determiners. Or I've never asked the question, how do I help my employees on their wealth building journey? Or maybe it's your friends. Maybe it's your children. Who knows? But you start to look at your relationships differently. And then you ask the question, okay, 80-20 rule. 80% of the results come from 20% of the activities. Who are the 20% relationships that if I went out of balance and invested in those relationships would deliver the majority of the impact? People don't think that way until they've been introduced to those ideas. That which sets you up to set better goals. Yeah. One of the things that came out of last year's goal setting retreat is not only was our community surrounding themselves with each other as they set big goals, one of the things that came up in last year's retreat is that a long time ago, Jane Wendy set the goal to create 10 net worth millionaires. But as time went on, and as they had that goal, every year that they revisited at their retreat, they said, well, what are we actually doing about it? And so they started what they called the Hot Millionaires Club, which is A great name. (laughs) Because who doesn't want to be a hot millionaire? Because who doesn't want to be a hot millionaire? Exactly. And the goal and the objective of this club was just as you said, surrounding themselves with other people that were measuring their net worth, that were growing their net worth purposefully and talking about it together and learning about wealth and wealth building and really asking big questions. And so people that attended our goal setting retreat, they said, that's a great idea. I want to have a Hoffman Millionaires Club. And we have heard such amazing stories and results from that process. Because when you start tracking your net worth, magic happens. Just measuring it is such a lead domino for so many people. But then when you do it with a community of other people, it's really extraordinary. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm in Hot Millionaires. So I can tell you what the format is. We come together once a month. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So what happens and in, in is discussed in Hot Millionaires stays in Hot Millionaires. Because the first thing that we have to do is we have to report what our net worth is publicly. And it's tracked. And you have the safety of knowing that that information is going to be protected. But when you have to publicly report what your net worth is, one, you have to know what it is. And two, all of a sudden, there's accountability. Like for I've tracked my net worth for a long time. Eight, nine years. My wife didn't know what net worth was prior to this. Zero judgment. There's a lot of people listening to this who are saying, what is net worth? It's when you take, add up everything you own, cash in the bank, stocks, value of your home, 401k, and subtract everything you owe, mortgage on your house, credit card bills, student debt, any loans. You ask the question, is it a positive or a negative number? A lot of people listening may have a negative number. You may have a positive number. There's no judgment around it, but it's what is the number? Do you know what it is? And every month you track it. And that suddenly, I mean, for Amy, she started to realize, oh, if I buy this, our net worth goes down versus if we took our money and invested it in this, it could actually go up. The average person in, net, in, in Hot Millionaire saw their net worth go up 4% a month, month over month. Because you start to get really clear about how to grow your net worth 
and how to actually reduce it. And then one person reads a book about money, does a book report. So over the course of the year, you get introduced to 12 different books about money and we have conversations about it. It's momentum. It's accountability. It's community. And it's just the raw skills of learning how to do it and practicing it with people that are on that path with you. It truly is an incredible thing that we shared with our community. And so many of you started your own Hot Millionaires Club. And what I'm really humbled to think about is the ripple effect of that, the impact of one person saying, do you want to join me and do this? And then those clubs. And it's just, it's a really incredible thing that we get to share and that we get to celebrate together. Yeah. And and I'll just, I'll share this. Um, I share this with the intention of telling you, this is an example of where I was thinking too small. I discounted the value of something like this. I had goals for what our net worth could become. Like I had like a lifelong goal of where our net worth would be. Our net worth quadrupled 4x in five years. And in five years, I achieved a lifelong net worth goal that I didn't even, I thought I was going to take my whole career to get there. It took five years. Not going to share the number. That's not what's important. But I share this. I was thinking too small. And because I surrounded myself with the right people, and was willing to have a relationship with the goals, willing to ask the question on a monthly basis, how are we doing? Where are we succeeding? Where are we failing? What can we do differently this month? Those were the results. And I did not win the lottery, to be clear. So Jeff, you sort of went over this a little bit before, but help people understand what they will be introduced to this year when they join us for the Goal Setting Retreat. Yeah. So I I mentioned three things, three people before. Liz Wiseman is a former senior executive at Oracle. Um, One of my favorite authors. She wrote Multipliers in her brand new book, Impact Players, which you've heard the podcast episode that came out maybe a few weeks ago. She gives such practical ways for you to change the way that you show up with your team so that you truly become um, one of the most valuable people in the team, which opens so many doors for you. So I know a lot of people listening to this may be feeling stuck in their career, maybe wanting um, more trajectory. I know that what she is going to share at the retreat will give you ideas that will directly inform the person you can become in the next 12 months that will open opportunity for you. Well, I wanted to add to that because when I read her book, Impact Players... I immediately was seeing the direct relationship between leadership and the individual contributor in your professional life. But I began asking the question, how does this apply to my personal life? Mm-hmm. How do I become an impact player in my own world? Like if I'm the CEO of my own life, how do I become an impact player that can achieve more? And she, I mean, she shares some things that truly I don't think she's ever shared before in any other realm because it's it's how her research applies to not just your professional life, but to every area of your life. And yeah. um, that was, it's really incredible. I'm just excited for people to meet that side of her. Yep. Yep. Our, our partner, Abe Shreve, who runs Business Maps Coaching and Training, which is our sister company that does coaching on the one thing, he's going to lead people through an exercise on how the art and the science of asking bigger questions... This is one of the most powerful skills I've developed over the last six years. It's something I would strongly encourage any person listening to this go on a journey of mastering. That alone has brought more value to me professionally and personally than probably anything else I can think of. And then finally, 
Jane and Wendy are going to be diving deep into some wealth building strategies that are so simple. But unless you've had access to somebody like a Gary Keller, you'd never know it. And so when you look at your goals for this year, it's not just about, okay, how much debt am I going to pay off? Or can I save 10% of my income? It's, it's understanding the wealth building habits that you can form that take you on the journey to not only achieving your goals, but exceeding them and realizing, holy smokes, I was thinking too small. And what's awesome too, is that on our path of mastery is every year that we host this goal setting retreat, we get to introduce our our community to new ways of thinking, new trainings, new exercises that will continue to challenge you to think differently and show you new perspectives that will bring more clarity to the way that you think about your future. That's right. So for those of you who are already members of Living Your One Thing, which is our community that goes on a journey of living the one thing over the course of the year, you already get to attend virtually for free. Just log into your membership portal on November 13th. You will see the event right there. Just block November 13th and 14th. You're already in. If you have not yet registered for the event, head on over to the one thing.com slash set my goals. Again, that's with the number one in the URL. You can choose to you can choose to become a member where you not only get to join the event virtually, but you get a full year of training and guidance after the fact. You can purchase a virtual general admission ticket or you can join us in person for VIP, which will be awesome. Yes, that's the thing I'm most excited for. It's been a long time since setting goals with people in the same room. And our community is so incredible to be together in Austin, Texas, setting goals, thinking about the future. It's going to be amazing. I'm looking forward to it. Well, for you who's listening to this, we want to make sure that this is an investment of your time and not an expense. Good news is that's 100% within your control. So here's the question. Based on everything you've heard in this episode today, what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? Some of you might be like, oh my gosh, I actually don't know what my net worth is. And you want to get a spreadsheet out and and figure it out. I would also recommend mint.com, M-I-N-T.com. There's a lot of other ones out there, personal capital. I personally use Mint. Look it up. You'll figure it out. Maybe you're going, oh my gosh, I don't know who my wealth determiners are. I'm going to do that exercise. Some of you may go, okay, no, this is good. I just need to come to the retreat. Your one thing might be to open up a browser and go to the one thing.com slash set my goals. What is it for you? What's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? Identifying that one thing and knocking that domino down ensures you got the ROI on this time. And if it helped you, please help someone else by sharing this episode with them. If you're new to the show, click the subscriber. It might have changed to follow button on your podcast player of choice so that all future episodes are automatically downloaded. And please leave us a rating and review because it genuinely helps us reach more people, which allows us to achieve our purpose of helping you better invest your time so you can achieve extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. And I'm Kayla Muss. We look forward to being with you in the next episode. 